Welcome, Blood Brothers and Sanguine Sisters, to Deeply Discussing Dexter. I'm your host, Dale Maxfield. I'm joined by Aaron Caldwell. Hello. Brooke Merritt. Hi. And Zach Rowland. Hello. And today on Deeply Discussing Dexter, we're discussing Season 5, Episode 6, Everything is Illuminated, which is misspelled on purpose to accentuate Lumen's name in the title. On this episode, Dexter and Rita's old house still exists. Dexter pokes into a guy named Lance. Lumen nearly kills a guy, and Dexter decides to help Lumen now that she's finally taken a bath. What did you guys think of this episode overall? You know, this is probably a decent episode, but I was super pissed about the title. And I <laughs> thought about that for at least the first 15 minutes, and I just couldn't get over it. <laughs> Um, I actually was upset about the title as well. I assumed right as soon as I saw the title it was a Scott Buck episode. I couldn't believe it wasn't because I really assumed he came up no, with that. No, it's Wendy West, one of the best uh, writers on the show. Wouldn't um, have known it by that title. Yeah, I mean, I hope somebody I, got fired. Uh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I just hope somebody right. lost their job over that. I hope somebody got fired or choked, at least choked for this <laughs> choked. title. <laughs> uh, <laughs> See what you um, did there. Yeah. I uh, I liked it. I actually did like this episode. I thought there was a decent amount of tension um, in terms of like you know the progression of Lumen and all that stuff. Yeah, the title is ridiculous. I was thinking maybe License to Ill, uh, like more towards like License to Kill, but that's and then maybe like License to Illuminate or I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna get choked now. <laughs> I agree overall, other than the title, it wasn't a bad episode. It was one of the better ones this season. We at least did have something happening outside of all the, you know, stupid other stuff with the <laughs> Miami club and then drinking and dancing at the, on the taxpayer's dime and all that. That was, could have done without that. But there was some good stuff. Yeah, we finally uh, are getting to what we known that was going to happen all along, right? Which is that Dexter and Lumen are going to team up and go after Lumen's bad guys. Because Dexter needs a project and Lumen needs to kill some guys. So they're not going to just have the same argument over and over again anymore. So yay to that. Um, It starts out with Deb and Dexter packing up Dexter and Rita's old house, which from the timeline at this point, like, this is either like two weeks after Rita died or years. Six, six years. <laughs> many, many years. Um, there's like pictures that they're packing up that have never been on the show before. There's like this weird, like oddly cut picture of just Rita that's blown up really big that they kind of show on the wall for a second and then and then don't bother showing many more. Um, all of this is just to show that there's boxes full of stuff that shows that Dexter has a family so that when Lumen ends up here at the end of the episode, she can find all this stuff. That's really what this is all about. Um, but uh, they have a brief discussion, and Deb tells Dexter that he should take the apartment back full time. Glad they got that settled. Uh, Dexter is stalking a killer who preys on men looking for gay bondage stuff named Lance. Because, of course, his name is Lance. Dude, every gay person in Hollywood is called Lance. Yeah. Like, that's all. And Peter. Dick. 
Captain Matthews <laughs> walks into Deb's briefing to quiz her about her plan to sting the Fuentes brothers at the club. He dresses her down, saying that all they're doing is drinking and dancing on the taxpayer's dime. Captain Matthews. Uh, don't remember how long it's been since we've had a Captain Matthews sighting, but it's been a minute. It was uh, yep. the episode where they got married. The Laguista marriage. So that's last season. Yeah. So... Yeah, I always appreciate a good Captain Matthews appearance. I feel like it's a, it's a, you know, a moment where we've really got to think about why the hell this show isn't better. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also a, a vicarious thing of Captain Matthews yelling at LaGuerta because that's kind of his favorite thing. It's kind of my favorite thing too. So yeah, out of all he does, it's I, I like that when that happens. For some reason in my head, whenever he comes in, I feel like he's the Unsolved Mysteries guy. And he's <laughs> yeah, like, Robert coming in tonight, we've got some mysteries. <laughs> it's like, that. Tonight. Taxpayers Miami gone. Metro. Matthews tells LaGuerta that another body on Fuentes is on her, not him. Angel comes... Angel comforts LaGuerta. The sting on Liddy was her invention to stop the... He doesn't comfort her. Angel <laughs> <Nope>. confronts LaGuerta. <laughs> the sting on Liddy was her invention to stop the investigation on Angel. She got Liddy fired. He wasn't an outright dirty cop. Because, of course, that's how LaGuerta rolls. Yes. <laughs> this Linguista storyline is so much better, like episode to episode. It is <laughs> riveting. Uh, Deb is rebuffed by Quinn for pre sting sex. After she gets the wrong idea, Quinn reveals that Liddy is inside, quote, going over stuff for his IA hearing. And Liddy says to Quinn, You're boning our target sister? I know if. If I was in a situation where my girlfriend, like, I had just turned her down, I would use RoboCop as an excuse. <laughs> so that was realistic to me. And I would also use RoboCop to track down her brother and <laughs> bring him to justice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I... Up to up to the end of this <laughs> okay, episode. Aaron? <laughs> up to the end of this episode, I really don't understand what they're doing this season. It's it's just so boring. Yeah, it's I mean, it's very slow. I think it's very obvious, but it's very slow. <laughs> um Sonia is watching Harrison while Dexter leaves to get Lance. Hexter Hexter. Harrison says bye with die die. Because of course he did. Yeah. That was, who yeah. was the genius who came up with that? Again, like, Subtle. I mean, here we are, like, talking shit on Wendy West, but she's just, like, batting a thousand a day with puns and die die and crazy, crazy shit. Yeah, like the kid has a choice of how it pronounces words and things. I mean, it's a it's it's still a ten month old child because how time again time doesn't exist here. So this kid who's clearly almost you know a month or year and a half saying die die because that's when you, kids start talking. I just just I'm done with kids. Well, they, they didn't teach but him to like make the stabbing die. motion instead of yeah. waving. Die so die. He, 
So he looks like Child's Play? So he's like Chucky? Yeah, he is basically Chucky. Ah. <laughs> Wendy West also sounds like a porn name. <laughs> Lance meets Dexter, says, you must be 10 inches of pure steel. Dexter says, you betcha. And N99s him. Uh, While working on Lance, Lumen calls. She's killed one of the men and needs help cleaning it up. When Dexter gets to Lumen, the body has gotten up and walked away. Has anyone ever had 10 inches of pure steel inside of them? Just curious. I mean, that's, that's the worst. Just, just use that. Just use. I mean, Dexter's victims have. Oh, that's true. Good point. He stabs that shit down deep. You could ask uh, Wendy West, since you pointed yeah. out she's got a porn star name. She might uh, know. <laughs> such a funny, just ridiculousness. <laughs> I can't. I can't today. What? Sometimes I'm, my brain is broken, guys. <laughs> we lost Zach with the season. He's done. <laughs> Dexter's reply. Just you betcha. A plus. Yeah. A plus. He's got 10 inches of steel. <laughs> he does. <laughs> um, Deb and Angel are in the van at the sting. Angel talks about how hypothetically Deb and Quinn make a lot of sense. Deb tells him to patch things up with LaGuerta. Deb gets a page to a crime scene, which is the same location he and Lumen are looking for the body. They follow Dexter's Luminol to an outbuilding. Uh, Angel goes into the club and picks up a girl named Yasmin. Dexter finds the guy and starts trying to figure out who he is. Lumen keeps calling him a liar. Sonia interrupts with a phone call from Harrison who says hi. He and Sonia sing Skip to My Lou over the phone. And then he returns <laughs> to find Lumen terrible. on top of the man. Um, and the, the specific verse that they use is, uh, like, used to have a partner, now I don't. Like, it's an obvious, like, I used to have Rita and now I don't line. Another sledgehammer in this episode of Sledgehammers. <laughs> yes. Like, baby saying, die, die, used to have a partner. Like, okay, we get it. Harrison says he has 10 inches of steel. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I die. <laughs> it's in his diaper. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what he's saying is that he needs to be changed. And then they're just yeah. thinking that he's, yeah, God die, damn it, Dexter. Die, daddy. I die. die. <laughs> um, so Lumen's target gets a hold of Lumen's phone and calls someone else to tell them Lumen is still alive. Dexter breaks his neck. Devin Masuka arrive at the scene of Lumen's shooting. Masuka sees the bullet holes and follows the blood trail. Dexter pretends to be on his way to Deb. Lance wakes up in his car. <laughs> Dexter comes back to help Lumen and Lance break out and runs. Dexter chases him and stops him just short of running into Deb and Masuka. Uh, it's so this, this is like a comedy <laughs> of errors where it's just like... Yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm watching sort of like a, a Commedia della Arte happening. Yeah, it like just needs yakety sax. Yeah. And it'd be perfect. Yep. Yep. Exactly. 
Well, and they even had it. Like, I think it's the scene where Lumen is showing him where she had shot the guy after he'd gotten up. I can't remember. But the score on that part was kind of upbeat and bouncy, kind of similar to that. It's like, wh- who picked this music? It was like they were playing almost comical music over that scene. It made no sense. Yeah, yeah there is quite a bit of, of odd comic music in this episode. Um, lots of tubas. Yes. Which, which always gives things an air of comedy, so... Deb and Masuka find Dexter's car next to the outbuilding. Dexter walks out and says they won't believe what he found in there. He staged it to make it look like Lance killed Lumen's target. Then Dexter narrates over Masuka's crazy gestures describing the sex act that led to the scene that Dexter has staged. I have a confession. I actually laughed at Masuka's acting this stuff out. I did, <laughs> I did laugh a little bit. I, because he wasn't talking. It was. It wouldn't have been funny if he was actually saying it. But mm-hmm. him acting it out actually did make me giggle a little bit. Did you throw open your mouth? <laughs> I I didn't. I didn't. It must be something about when he speaks. There was a part where he was like flossing himself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, what is that about? The gestures yeah. were so ridiculous that it was actually a little bit funny. Yeah, and to like put the pin up to, or put the the bow on that. Uh, being a a funny scene, uh, Deb almost looks into the camera and says, "What a night!" And a tuba starts playing, and it almost sounds like the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme. Yeah, Angel and Yasmin are on Laguerta's office couch. Angel found out that she knows the Fuentes brothers and has a long history of drug offenses. He tells LaGuerta a trade is in order. LaGuerta apologizes to Angel and admits she was worried about her name rather than his. So LaGuerta finally tells Angel that she's wrong. Um, That will last about 10 seconds. Mm. Deb tells Quinn that she has feeling for him. Quinn says he wants to be with her as well. She asks him to end it now if it's going to end badly. Quinn, of course, knows that He's after Dexter, but doesn't end anything or say anything. Dexter sent Lumen to his old house. He finds Lumen in the bathtub where Rita died. Lumen has learned that Dexter has kids. She starts to trust him more. She tells him that she tried to make her own life and that this is what happened to her. She says she feels a sense of peace because the target is is dead, uh, but she knows that the only way to keep it is to get the rest of the men. Dexter thinks, I can't avenge Rita's death, but I can help her. All it took was Lumen being in that same bathtub at Rita's house and in Rita's robe for him to decide, oh, yes, this is a way for me to avenge Rita's death in spirit of some kind. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, the uh, if I was Julie Benz, I'd have been, probably be pissed. I'd be like, get that woman out of my robe. <laughs> I should have never died in the first place. It's just so. It was, what an interesting thing to like have her go to that house. I get it, uh, but also here's the thing. Um, so it's like we're back to season three, where he's like helping someone kill or learn their skill. I don't know. It's a Miguel situation. I feel like again, but at least it's a s- tiny bit better because he's trying to do it out of like the goodness of his heart because of the terrible people that are out there. So it's not like Miguel in the sense of Miguel's just a, a, a wackadoo and Lumen is sort of someone who is in need of help and this is what Dexter does. But it's like we're in the same same sort of like um, 
writing style or, you know, like a theme again or whatever, you know? Yeah, I think it's more like the sort of lost Jeremy Downs plot than the Miguel plot because Lumen is powerless um, as opposed to Miguel Prado who, like, he was the district attorney. Like, he had a lot of ability to do a lot of things. So this is more of, like, Dexter's taking on a reluctant protege, but in, in, in this case, it's not someone who has um, the same need to kill that he does. It's somebody who's out for vengeance for being um, for being tortured and abused. Right. Um, and and I mean, we I think it was episode three. Is it episode two or episode three that we first see Lumen? Like he finds her in the. I think it's three. Three. That he finds her in the. The staircase or whatever. It's when he kills uh, Boyd. So yeah, it's taken it's taken a really long time for them to get to this point where right. they're going to work together. Um, whereas I would have thought Dexter would have just been all in on helping take down more obviously bad guys. But yeah, maybe maybe um, I don't know. Because and and they're they're killers as well. Because there's you know the other the other women are in the in the barrels, right? That they've done this to before. So it's not like a rape versus murder thing for him. Yeah, it's like it's the it's the formula. That's the thing. What I was thinking of. It's yeah, essentially I, I, like yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's the it's the formula where like season one, it's Dexter and a main and a, and a, and a going after this. You know, the I struck killer. Season two, uh, it's himself. And then three, we get that formula of him with Miguel, much like the Jeremy Downs thing. And now we're like the same formula. Trinity was like the the opposite formula, but still a formula. Uh, well, Trinity was it, season one. was a season one style season. Yeah, exactly. Yes, right. That It was back to that formula, which I think we've all stated we really enjoy more so than this formula that we're getting again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll get to see them break that formula before the show is over so god damn it don't worry about that um, all right this was directed by steve shill who directed 13 episodes more than a season of dexter if you count them all up uh over the eight seasons and he won an emmy for outstanding directing in a drama series for the season four finale the getaway the writer was wendy west um she uh worked her way up to uh supervising producer and this is her first episode since the getaway. So um, the returning team from last season's finale. Um, and yeah, they didn't bring Rita back as a ghost to uh, to haunt <laughs> Lumen for using her stuff. So best line of the episode. I actually really like the uh, conversation where Lumen's explaining what happened. And she says that I... Uh, I wore a disguise to the club and Dexter says uh, a disguise and she says you know a wig to conceal my identity and he said I know what a disguise is yeah Yeah, he does I actually liked that (laughs) Uh, especially in reference to uh, the previous episode where he has that really wonderful disguise he was disguised (laughs) Miguel style (laughs) with a hat on this co-ed night disagreement about <laughs> best line I couldn't find anything I liked enough I really couldn't and it, I and tried. it has to be it has to be Deb saying what a night 
Oh God, it's definitely <laughs> not that. <laughs> Is that my punishment for not picking <laughs> one? I <laughs> that one stuck on me. Uh, Deb, what a night with yeah. tuba sounds. Yeah. A lot of worst. Doesn't that balance out? Yeah, let's go for those. What were the worst lines uh, in the episode? Oh, real quick. Uh, my best line was, I didn't think it would be so hard to kill someone. Lumen's just, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Yeah. He's, a dumb <laughs> He's only told you every time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, worst line, I had a few, but I'm going to go with, LaGuerta says um, to Angel, a stink on you is a stink on me. And he says, I'll stock up on deodorant. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah, smooth angel. <laughs> smooth Sweet tista. talking. Smooth Tista. <laughs> I had uh, Masuka's explanation of autoerotic mummification. That's what I had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so dumb and gross and weird and stupid and yeah, the dance was fun, but the explanation was awful. Yeah, yeah. The Lumen uh, thing about her not realizing how hard it was going to be to kill someone. I also like the fact that her disguise involved like a club dress and heels, and she drove this guy out into the middle of like a warehouse somewhere and shot him. And he's like three times her weight, and she's just like, "Oh, well, now what happens?" <laughs> Like, thought this through a lot. Yeah. Like well, you put you, you go. Time. Yeah. Well, now what happens is you go and you put her into an already pre-dug hole in a cemetery. <laughs> <And then> some, <laughs> some kids play soccer and they find the body. Yeah. Again, it it would have made more sense if it were Ryan Styles instead of Julia Styles, but whatever. Yeah. Um, how about the Chicky Hines memorial performance of the episode? Styles on this one. Yeah, I'm going to also give it to Julia Stiles. Unanimous. Who, who else do you give it to? <laughs> yeah. There's no other options, yes, really. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess Yasmin. Or Liddy. his favorite flower, Angel's favorite flower, oh, Yasmin. What about... Uh, what about another one uh, of my worst lines. Yeah. Whole uh, ten inches of steel guy, right? Oh, I mean, Lance. Oh, yes. Lance, Lance did good work. He did good work. He ran while wrapped in saran wrap. That's got to count for that something. Awesome. That had to be a challenge. That was just so great. Um, yeah, yeah. I might just have to play the uh, the Benny Hill music, the Yakety Sax, and watch that scene again. Mm-hmm. Of him running away from Dexter. Just watch that whole like back half of the episode with that. Uh, spoiler alert, I am not going to watch this episode again. But thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, you guys, for joining me. Uh, we'll see you on the next Deeply Discussing Dexter. Bye. Bye.